Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's Arnie and Plank after a pretty amazing performance from LeBron James and Jeff Green and a couple of other Cavaliers. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, Arnie, wow, dump all so over. Wow, Le- you sound so bitter. You sound so bitter. I love this. I think it. I thought it was wow. fun for a series that has been less than entertaining. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big LeBron James guy. I, I always have been. And to see that happen tonight in Boston with the, I mean, outpouring of praise, and understandably so, for Brad Stevens and the job that he does as the coach, and then to hear how I guess the Boston crowd has superpowers, according to something we'll get into later, uh, to see LeBron be able to go out and do what he did tonight and how you get just enough help to get over the hump. What a great night. And, and Arnie, I don't know if a, I don't even, I don't want to say great game seven, a competitive and an intriguing game seven. Right. I don't know if that perfumes an entire stank 
of this seven-game series and its lack of competitiveness, but not bad. Not bad from a debate perspective and a pretty fun topic to banner about here tonight with what we just watched in Boston. Uh, You know, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and the reason why uh, I I enjoyed it was because in the second period when they had a 12-point lead, talking about the Celtics, I'm saying to myself, well, there's no way the Cavaliers are going to win this game. I, at that point, said... The Celtics have got this game. And I even thought they were going to push it out. And Brad Stevens called timeout to get it from 12 to 15 or 14. They had missed like two shots, had a turnover. That was the turning point. They could never push it from 12 up. And really, when you have your foot on somebody's jugular, you push down and you put an end to it. They couldn't do it. They let Cleveland back into it. And I know it was only the second. But I, to me, that was the turning point right there. Yeah, opened up a 12-point lead with about 8.52 to go in the second quarter. But uh, Cleveland was right there the rest of the way. When are you going to start accepting that uh, basketball games and football games are four quarters and not proclaim things after a quarter and a half like you tried to tonight and like you did last? You cursed the Houston Rockets last night whenever you started cutting down nets, not even at the end of the first quarter, Arnie. Not even the end of the first quarter. What are you doing? Chris, let me explain something to you. In the history of the NBA, do you know how many times a team has lost after leading by 17 at the end of the first quarter? In the history of the playoffs of the NBA, do you know how many times that has happened? I'm going to guess that you have a number that you found somewhere on the Internet. So I'm going to assume it's very low. Before last night, the answer was zero. The answer was zero. I don't believe that. Someone gave me the stat yesterday. I don't believe that. Really? Come on, man. Are you telling me in the history of the NBA? In in an NBA game that no team has ever come back from being down 17? Oh, playoffs. Well, I still don't believe it. At the end of the first quarter. I think I think you and your partner on Saturday night make up numbers because you hate everything about well, the Well, sometimes. State you never know. You never know. <laughs> you and Torres <laughs> make up numbers. Uh, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get to the Warriors and the Rockets and Arnie cursing the Rockets last night. But let's focus on tonight. What more can we say? I, I feel like we could do our two-hour show, and basically when it comes to LeBron James, Arnie, every single segment, just sit here and say, what more can you say? If you want to dump all over it, you can say, oh, the East was weak. But that's the same. Same conversation we've had for about eight years going now. I'm sorry, man. With everything that had kind of been the characteristics of this series, Arnie, to see the way without Kevin Love, who according to the TNT crew, needed a little bit more Advil to well, get in there even, tonight. I don't even know what that means. Is that we'll just ignorant we'll or what? If we'll, in the we'll get, it's the dumbest thing. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But where do we start with just kind of recapping what we witnessed tonight, Arnie, and what took place in the Garden? Right. Where do you start? If you Well, let's just start with Cleveland's aspect. Obviously, we could praise LeBron from now. Uh, forget about two hours for two months, and we wouldn't get yeah. enough praise in. It's still not enough time. Uh, just one thing about this. If you would have told me that Larry Nance Jr., who I'm not a big fan of anyway, uh, would have two points, and that Corver would go one for six from three-point range, and only three, they would have five points off the bench. I, I would say there's no way that the Cavaliers were going to be able to win this game. Where are they going to get the points from? Uh, and, and really, J.R. Smith only had 12. They were lucky to uh, keep it a low-scoring game. The Celtics were so cold when they got that 12-point lead. They're playing at home. I felt that they settled for way too many three-pointers. That's not their game. When you're at home, keep taking it to the rim. They didn't do that. Uh, they allowed uh, Cleveland to hang around, and that's why they were able to win this game. LeBron, I mean, what more can you say? 35 points. 
uh, absolutely incredible. And there were like 35 really tough points. Yeah. Uh, got, what, like 15 rebounds and even the nine assists. So he was worth like 50-something points out of the 87 they had. I mean, just absolutely tremendous, Chris. Yeah, and then you want to look at one of those. I, I love these topics, and, and all. I know you hate when I bring it up, and most people do, but you get into that, hey, who's the X Factor? It's so hacky, but I, it's one of the traps I fall into. It's voting on polls and falling into X Factor conversations. Those are the hacky sports radio bits that I fall for every time. But the X Factor night was simple, and I thought, uh, maybe it was Tim Legler afterwards said that, hey, green was a good way, a good adjective to describe tonight in two different ways. Number one, this young green Celtics team having nothing to do with their color, but it basically their youth showed when you're when your best player is a rookie, your second best player is a second year guy, and a third year guy, I'm still waiting for him to hit a shot. I mean, that was just ridiculous from Rozier. But Arnie, very green from the Celtics. But back to the X Factor conversation. You get 19 from a guy who probably is just lucky to be on the court, is maybe playing like Jordan Clarkson minutes if if Kevin Love is healthy and ready to go. And he goes out and not only scores 19, but gives you 42 minutes and grabs eight boards? That's insane when you're getting something like that from a Jeff Green in a game like this when you need everything. And I thought you hit I'm, – I'm, I'm crediting Arnie with something here, Eric. So mark the tape. Mark the tape on this one. If you would have said that Kyle Korver and Larry Nance Jr., and I'll even throw Clarkson in there because those have been the three guys off the bench, would give you five combined points – I would have told you there was no chance. I thought Corver had to be the X Factor tonight, Arnie. I thought he did. Chris, and it ended up being Jeff Green. Where was Kyrie? Did I miss a report? Was there something on Twitter? First of all, I wanted to was well, he got hurt, family? Arnie. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> why, why was he not uh, on the bench for the Boston Celtics? Because I know he's been on the bench. I think I, I didn't even know that he had ever not been on the bench. So I'm, I want to say he was there up till every game. Where was he? Was there a family emergency? Because I don't, I don't want to, you know, jump on the guy if I missed a report or something. Because sometimes, you know, you have the sound down, you're getting ready for the show. Where where was Kyrie? The last interview slash conversation I heard about Kyrie was that there was some talk that he might try to play if they made it to the NBA Finals. So, and that was, I think, something that, that Shaq had kind of claimed uh, was a possibility. I don't know. But, uh, again. No, but why was he don't know. in the Why arena? wasn't he on the bench? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe maybe the four-letter in covering the game decided they weren't going to put the camera on him very much. It seemed as if it was a little bit obsessive at times during the season or during the season and during the playoffs. But you're right, Arnie. I didn't see him at all, Well, they, at least with sideline shots. Well, I heard Mark Jackson bring it up and saying, unless he has a family emergency or something, that he didn't see uh, Kyrie. And I'm like, I'm saying to myself, wow. I mean, d- d- does that speak volumes? Was something going on? This, this guy's got – I mean, even if he had a broken leg, you get out there in a wheelchair and you support your team. You, you go up there in, a, in you know, one of the luxury suites. Did he not have a ticket? Could we not get him a ticket? I don't understand. <laughs> was, was the game sold out? Oh, I mean, there was not one person that would give up their seat. I, I don't understand for the life of me where was this guy to, to not support his teammates? I Unless I'm wrong, unless he was there somehow, please somebody tell me on Twitter, and I know you will, you'll jump down my throat if I'm wrong, but please tell me so I know. And I think, too, if there was something of an emergency, 
uh, angle. I think it would have been brought up a few times during the broadcast, but I never remember hearing anything. I can't say I intently listen from start to finish. Um, sometimes I find myself getting mad at myself, getting mad at Twitter. Uh, but yeah, Kyrie MIA on the side, especially whenever so much had been brought up about how he was helping out guys, he was working behind the scenes, and then not to see him. Maybe they just uh, decided not to show him. So eight straight NBA Finals as we get back to LeBron. Wow! And wow. this seems to be a question that was debated, and Doris Burke asked LeBron about it after the game. We've got post-game sound coming up. we got your reaction, as Arnie mentioned on Twitter. Uh, Arnie's at Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, in the number one. Everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. I'm merely at Plank Show. All I do is tweet about softball. Don't follow me. Uh, but many have said there has never – many have said. It was kind of the uh, Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, and Doris Burke asked him about it. There's never been a greater feat for LeBron James than getting this team to the finals. Do you agree? Especially without Kevin Love on the team because of the concussion? Yeah, I absolutely have to agree. I mean, he did it with a bunch of stiffs. (laughs) If this team did, if if they didn't have LeBron, if it was just Kevin Durant on this team instead of LeBron, they might not even be a 500 team uh, during the course of the year. If it was uh, Steph Curry, they wouldn't be a 500 team. You put any star there. What he has done uh, with the Cavaliers and just carried this team on their back, and and not only just scoring, too. At first, I thought he was going to try to score 100 points, but trusting his teammates, trusting them to go ahead and hit the three-point shot or hit the open shot, they came through. Uh, He was absolutely fabulous. I, I, I can't say enough about him, Chris. So we got a lot to get to on LeBron James tonight. Was this his greatest feat, just getting this team to the finals? I know some something caught your eye, though, Arnie, and I want to get to this before we wrap up our first segment. We can open it up if E-Rob wants to tonight at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We've got tons of takes. We only got two hours, so we got to get rolling. Big Ben's coming up next. But I'm curious, did, did it set you off a little bit that there was too much celebration after this? Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm pretty sure, unless I'm wrong, that there's another round. I, I thought that there was – I'm like, whoa, they won the NBA championship. I better tweet something. Yeah, congratulations to LeBron for winning the championship. They were celebrating. I mean, it was everything – did they have champagne out there? I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell. I They had everything but the confetti. I, I just was shocked. Uh, and obviously you could see – and it was a great series to win, but the emotion – just to get this far, but I thought it was a little too much celebration for a guy that's now been the eight straight finals uh, to go ahead and start celebrating like that before you, you know, before you had a chance to win the uh, the whole thing. Well, we got a lot to get to. You guys already blowing up Twitter. We have the Cavs moving on to the finals. We've got a game seven to preview tomorrow night. And tons of reaction from Cleveland going into Boston and beating the Celtics 87-79. to It's a busy night with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. LeBron James. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. I think, I think Peter has made the point of the night. Shut it down. But first, I want to remind you that uh, we're brought to you in part by GEICO. What does it mean when GEICO says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Arnie has always said, listen, our show is tonight. Yes. It's not a week from tonight or a month from tonight. It's also not five or six years ago, so can't really use too much hindsight. 
And tonight, it's about Cleveland beating Boston. So everything that happened tonight is the most amazing, the greatest thing we've ever seen. We understand that and accept that it's pretty cool. We get the first chance to react. But we do quickly forget how bad that 2007 Cleveland Cavalier team actually was. And we had asked the question because it was brought up quite a bit during the post-game analysis from Doris Burke, and she even asked LeBron. And what I thought was a very fair way of, <laughs> as I think someone put it on the uh, on the Twitter sphere, yeah. how the hell did you get your team here with all this garbage around you? But the whole mindset, the whole thought was there's never been a greater feat for LeBron than getting this team to the NBA Finals. But Arnie, did you see that roster for the 06-07 Cavaliers? That was so long ago I had hair and a mustache back then. So go, go through the roster for me. Who was on that team? Their second leading scorer was the pride of St. Louis U, Larry Hughes, who was, uh, yes, who? Larry Hughes. Wait, exactly. did he go to, like, St. Louis University or something like that? That's what I just said. See, you yeah. never listen to me. Yeah. Uh, number three, their third leading scorer was Drew Gooden, uh, who is, I think, still playing somewhere. Who? He was only 25 wow. at the time, the former Kansas standout, who's like yeah. 50 now. Uh, and then their fourth player was Zildrunas. Their fourth player, their fourth leading scorer was Zildrunas Ilgauskas, who averaged 11.9 points sure you per do. game. After that, they did not have a single player who averaged in double-digit points per game. They had a rotation that included Anderson Varejao, Eric Snow, Danielle Marshall, Daniel Gibson. Scott Pollard even played for them for a while as did Sasha Pavlovich. So that was a really bad team. And granted, they got swept in the NBA Finals. This was before I think we could say it's a super team because they have LeBron on it. So I think Peter might have a point here tonight whenever we bring up, oh, yeah, you know, this is the greatest accomplishment he's ever had. He did give that group of, I don't know what term you want to use, uh, vagabonds, an opportunity to end up in the NBA Finals. So that might be his be- – there you go, better. A poop <laughs> fest of a roster fest. to get them to the Finals. I don't know, but you you know, don't, you know, didn't have Kevin Love. Uh, you had Corver one for six, so you could just say he wasn't even out there also. So, you know, you could throw all that in. The only thing that they had going for him is that it was a perfect storm. You know, Kyrie went down uh, for Boston, and the East was just horrible. But that doesn't really make a difference because maybe that was a great equalizer. That's how bad Cleveland was, Chris. Yeah, and again, it's still pretty amazing. If you're a Toronto fan, you've got to be kicking yourself. And both of y'all, Jeez. both you Raptor fans that are listening yeah. tonight, to have – not only home court advantage and uh, to, <laughs> to have arguably the better backcourt, I mean, to lay an egg like they did, now you kind of look back and think, all right, maybe beyond just, oh, they got a break because, uh, in well, Indiana's pretty damn good too this year. But a Victor Oladipo, Indiana team, a Raptors team that you're in their head, and now you have LeBrono and you have LeBoston. So uh, you can make excuses all the way up and down that Eastern Conference if you want for how weak it is, Arnie. That's, that's just the reality of what the NBA has been over the last decade. Since <laughs> Booby Gibson Booby and Danielle Marshall yeah. and many others were on that roster that ended up making it to the finals. So this is really nothing new if you want to complain about the East, is it? 
No, it's the, well, we knew this though. That's why they want to go ahead and change maybe the playoff format. Go one through sixteen. Uh, just take the sixteen best. It doesn't have to be eight and eight. I I think that's uh, you know that, that's jumping the gun a little bit. Let's see how it continues for the next couple of years. I'm sure there's going to be a correction on that. Getting a lot of texts. Uh, Eddie says, "Hey, Mark Jackson is never going to be able to interview Kyrie after calling him out as self-centered no-show on national TV tonight." I told you about that. He called him out. Where was he? Somebody like that would be a, a big help on the bench, as Mark Jackson would say. He's more important than, uh, than an assistant coach. UCLA Dodger Frank writes, Kyrie Irving was somewhere more important, Arnie. Probably at a press junket for his Uncle Drew movie, which is in theaters next month. Well, that is important. <laughs> I mean, that is important. Though. That's very important, Frank. But oh, I will and by say- the way, what did you think about what uh, Van Gundy said about Kevin Love? What did Van Gundy say about Kevin Did Love? you see, well, they were talking about uh, right before they went to a, a highlight, not a highlight, a clip of showing Kevin Love. Uh, it was reported, I forget who reported, said Kevin Love. They decided not to have him sit on the bench. You know, maybe he has to wear sunglasses. It might be too bright for him. And then they show him in the hallway by the locker room talking to Doris Burke. Now, this was just the overhead camera or something like that. He's smiling. He's laughing. He's joking with Doris. He's got the hands waving. He's talking to the media. He was talking to a few people out there. And I said to myself, wow, good to see that you're really suffering from the concussion because I'm a sarcastic SOB anyway. You know that, Chris. You know that's just the way I am. And then when I hear Van Gundy say, well, it's good to see uh, Kevin Love smiling and spending time with the media. And then there was definitely silence, and uh, Mark Jackson didn't say anything. I'm like, man, that's a shot at Kevin Love. Otherwise, Mark Jackson, maybe he doesn't feel that it's good that he was looking healthy. And, you know, maybe he feels that's a bad thing. But that was a shot. There's no doubt that was sarcasm uh, by Van Gundy, because I was thinking the same thing. Well, I think I, I don't know Kevin Love breaking right i i didn't go to the same high school i went to high school i'm like arnie did with steve kerr so i can't sit here and proclaim to know kevin love right but i don't think he's not going to go just because he doesn't feel like playing i'm no, pretty I understand sure that i didn't say take an advil like the tnt crew did or, or <laughs> what did they say what did they say just take an advil or something like yeah, that yeah like i would never i think it was a shack and it was charles barkley that said, i would never miss a game seven you would have to i, I would take an advil or something to get out there and play do they and, know that he's not allowed to well then why are you giving him grief no, Why are I, you giving him grief for talking to people and not acting like he should be on his deathbed right well, now? Well, first of all, I'm giving him grief because if you could smile, wave your hands, talk to the media, and get that animated, get your butt on the bench and help your team become an assistant coach, do whatever you got to do, be another set of eyes. You know, if you're so bad that you got to be in the locker room because it's too bright, you got to wear sunglasses, don't be out there clowning around with everybody. That's what I'm saying. Well, I, but again, you. I don't know what help he might be given. Maybe he's back there watching film. Maybe he's able to help help him on that front. Come on, come on. Don't know that. You can't say it didn't happen. Just like you can't say that it was easier for him to stand back there than to be outside. You also add the noise, man. Wait, wait. No, that was reported. I didn't say that. They reported that. They said that Kevin Love was not going to be on the bench, that it was going to be too bright and too noisy. Yeah. So I'm not reporting that. 
But you're yeah. giving him grief for being happy because he's back in the locker room and he's talking to people. I mean, it's when you have a concussion. Yes, I am giving him a little grief for being happy. Yes, I am. <laughs> when, I am. Whenever you have concu- a concussion, I'm not, I'm not going to give a concussion lesson. I'm not trying to be Dr. Concussion here like certain people in the media try to be every time that anything bad happens. But, I mean, you don't know what might trigger it and might end up costing him more time or lead to some effects that could make it more painful. So if they show him in the back and he's enjoying himself, why not, man? Let let him have the money. Did you see how happy they were when he came up yeah, for the Yeah, sure, maybe ceremony? we should just get a mistake and some Chardonnay. Well, I, I don't see why that would even be an issue, but okay. Oh, why did okay. they not have the celebration out on the court? When did we stop doing that? When it was on the road, what do you think the Celtic fans are going to sit there watching the Cavaliers uh, celebrate? Yeah, I, it's happened on the road a lot. I mean, really, we got to go hide in a locker room so Boston fans don't get their feelers hurt? Is that what we're doing now? Because I don't know what you thought, but when I read Bill Simmons' article about how incredible this home court advantage was, apparently it's like they put on the Black Panther costume. It was so <laughs> intimidating in Boston, Arnie. We'd, I, I don't remember seeing this done many other places. Whenever Cleveland won the championship in Game 7 in Golden State, they sure as hell celebrated on the court. Did they go back into the locker room? No. They did the trophy celebration right there on the court. Now, maybe it makes more sense to do back in the locker room, but why do we start this now? I, you know, I never realized where they do the celebration. Obviously, you see some stuff that go on the court because they've got to do some interviews for television. Right. But usually you see the celebration, the full-on celebration, go back locker in the locker room. room when they get the goggles on and the, and the champagne's going and they're spraying each other. So that, that, to me, is the way the whole thing goes, Chris. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, I think uh, I think they're taking care of super sensitive Boston fans, which I get, wow. and you should be right now because after two games, you were the greatest thing in the history of mankind. Brad Stevens has mastered this blame game, where when things go great, Brad Stevens is brilliant, but when things go poorly, it's all the players' fault. So again, tell me again what they didn't have, how they still made it happen. Bravo. You deserve it. But just sometimes when you get knocked down a peg by the greatest ever who you've consistently mocked and you've said can't get it done, mm, eh, sometimes you get what you deserve. Wow. You're around Boston fans enough to know that it's okay to take an L every now and then, right? Wow. You are just taking shots at the Celtic fans out there. I think they're uh, I think they're a little bit spoiled. I think maybe that whole town's a little bit spoiled recently. And part of this might be because the Red Sox are so damn good right now as well, too. All right, here's what oh, we yeah, got. Because the Patriots aren't. It, and the Patriots <laughs> are good. And by the way, the Celtics just got there without two of their better players, even though Gordon Hayward played all of, what, one game in a Celtics uniform. Uh, but anyway, it was an incredible night, at least from a finally competitive game in this series. And we've got more to break down on Cleveland and Boston. But first, as he glides in after, Arnie did not approve his day off last No, week. I did not. We'll take care of it. We'll I with did that not have on. the day off last week. I worked I an even so. longer shift daytime. David Gascon had to switch. It's not my concern, DeSager. Yeah, clearly. It's not my concern. Very little is. Steve DeSager is in the house. What's going on, Steve? What a Boston fan is thinking of right now is we had the Celtics, like, favorites, aside from actually continuing to advance. They loved this team, and it ends like this, and then Tom Brady's season ended like that, and the Bruins got 
What's going to happen to the Red Sox? That's what they're thinking right now. Is this the return to the old Boston sports way that it used to be for decades? I know somebody there is thinking that already. You know, the Celtics franchise has been at a fair amount of playoff series over the decades. They had never lost one when leading two games to none. Ever. Really? They were 37-0 and in those series when going up two games to none until now. So as our Rob Parker tweeted after the game tonight, so Brad Stevens not a genius? Oh, stop it. Just saying. Last Who in- keeps Rozier in the game when he's <laughs> shooting like that, Arnie? It's too oh, soon, bro. 0 oh, oh for 10 from three-point range for scary Terry. Well, he could have brought in Kyrie, but he didn't show up. Uh, you know, the ones that Kyrie could have shot from the bench that wouldn't have counted would have been the same amount of points totaled from the shots that did count that Terry Rozier appeared to put up. <laughs> you and I scored as, had as many three-pointers made wow. as Terry Rozier did. What was he, 0 for 10 or something? Correct. 87-79, Cleveland with an upset win in Game 7 of the NBA's East Final at Boston. The Celtics season was over, and LeBron's going to the NBA Finals again. Roto World pointed out that the last NBA Finals that did not have LeBron James in it is almost 3,000 days ago. It was 2010. The wow. guy's been an eight in a row now. And NBA stats with this, that a bottom three defensive team, and they've been counting turnovers, for example, the last 40 years, a bottom three defensive team in the regular season had never won any playoff series. These Cavs were bottom three in defense during the regular season. They've wow. now won three straight series because they have LeBron James. Defense wins championships, they say. Or, That's what Plank says. Well, uh, if you call the poor three-point shooting from the Celtics because of defense, <laughs> okay, run with that. After about the first eight minutes of this Game 7 tonight, LeBron James had scored 12 of the first 16 points for Cleveland. The rest of his team had one basket. By late second quarter, LeBron was 5 of 11 shooting, the rest of the team 5 for 17 combined. They needed it to be low scoring. They needed LeBron to be great. They got both, and Cleveland is advancing to the NBA Finals. And there's a Game 7 in the West on Monday night with Golden State at Houston. Venus Boston would have won if Larry Bird would have played. <laughs> and Danny Ainge and Robert Parrish. We will get to that. Remember we brought up last night about uh, the best Game 7 players ever? I think in the last 50 years, it's pretty clear now LeBron James is, compared to Bird, for example, Larry Bird, 6-2 and two in Game 7s, 27 points LeBron's a game. LeBron's 6-2, right? LeBron's now 6-2, and two, and 35 yeah. points a game in Game 7s. Now, I know Kobe Bryant had great Game 7 uh, win-loss numbers, but not at all these types of points. Uh, LeBron in this series, for example, averaged about 35 points a game and finished with 35 points tonight in the victory. Coca-Cola 600 on Fox TV. NASCAR dominated by Kyle Busch. The winner at Charlotte, Will Power, took the Indy 500. Venus Williams lost her first-round match at the French Open, and the Cubs beat the Giants tonight 8-3. Back to you. Thanks, Steve DeSager, and welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios, which are brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. All you have to do is go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So, LeBron was LeBron tonight, 35, uh, 34, 15, 19, uh, what am I saying? 35 points, 14 rebounds, 9 assists. Mm. This is six straight Game 7 wins. 15 rebounds. For LeBron James. Did I say 15? 14, I think you said 15. 14. It was 15. 
I think I had to go back and fix it. Yeah, 15, there you go. Uh, he's won a road game in 32 of his last 33 series. This is eight straight NBA finals. <laughs> and it may have been one of the best feats that he's accomplished in getting this team to the NBA finals. And, you know, it's kind of amazing, too, when you think he's playing more minutes than he ever has. He played the entire game. He's not getting that rest that you give most superstars to start the fourth or maybe early in the second quarter. You know, I've kind of gone back and forth. I was laughing about the roster when we looked at the 07 Cavs. But let's also add one more thing here, too, Arnie. This team went through a complete roster overhaul in which Cleveland, three games into it, was throwing the championship parade, but then reality sat in. And, you know, or set in, excuse me. And you've got Nance Jr. and you've got Clarkson. These aren't necessarily superstars, uh, but somehow they've been able to make it work. And given that they hit reboot, they hit the reset button because they got mad and (laughs) just reset the whole thing. It's pretty incredible, regardless of what you think about the East, to see where this team is right now. It is. I, you know what? I don't know what the odds were according to Vegas coming in, uh, especially that they didn't even have home field or home court advantage. But like I said, everything was the perfect storm. You know, when Kyrie went down, you're like, okay, maybe that's one of the great equalizers. We know that Toronto always chokes in the playoffs, which is why their coach isn't around. So, again, another great equalizer out there. So you still had thoughts that they were to get this far. But I'm like with uh, Eddie on Twitter that says the reason they were celebrating is because they won't win another game. And that's probably true. Uh, Golden State, uh, if they win it, Golden State beats them four games to nothing. All right, a couple of tweets, and then when we get back, not only will DeSega run through uh, everything going on in the world of sports, but the audio is starting to roll in from the post game. I thought Brad Stevens, uh, for as much as I think he skirts blame more than any coach, and understandably so, he's a great mind, but, man, we are so afraid to point a finger at him. I thought he was great in his post-game interview. Uh, I thought Jason Tatum was very good. Let's remember this kid is just a rookie, so he's going to get better. He's going to get more physical, and I thought LeBron was really good as well, too. Uh, but here, here's a couple of quick tweets. I, I Frank is on fire tonight. He tweets at us and says, here comes the would MJ have won with this roster conversation on Sports Talk tomorrow. Oh, you know there's people already, already salivating. Oh, let me hit the like button on that. Let me hit the like button on that. The answer is no, by the way, but let me hit the like button on that. <laughs> if CP3 can't play the next game, writes Eddie. They should have him make himself useful. Tell him to get the team coffee and donuts. Now, wait. <laughs> I actually think CP3 can play. I think he's going to try to go tomorrow. I don't know how effective he's going to be, but I think he's going to try to go tomorrow. And I think he's. Uh, I, I think just having his presence makes a huge difference for Houston. Hello, Captain Obvious take of the night. Uh, Bakersfield Rod writes, if you're in the Eastern Conference and you have LeBron and four radio hosts, you're going to the NBA Finals. You may not win, but you're going. He makes everyone around him better, right? I mean, that's the that's the easiest thing to take from what LeBron does. I mean, not only is he great, but he is able to elevate those around him. Uh, oh, man, Adrian is P.O.'d. He writes, Boston needs to ship out Rogier like L.A. and every other city did. Wow. Both what? choke wow. artists. <laughs> Jeez. Choke artists. I, 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 I edited out, you know, his hate there, but – I understand the disdain with Rogier, but I I know I have a really tired take whenever someone has a bad game in a deciding game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out now, and then you guys can make fun of me because it's all I got because I hate the hate. But <clears throat> you're not there without Terry Rogier. You're not there with Scary Terry. So you can get on him tonight. 
should maybe should maybe Brad Stevens used a little bit more of Jalen Brown. I, I I mean I don't I don't really know what other options they had. Truly, probably, but you're not in this situation without Terry Rozier. So make fun of me, Arnie. It's a tired take, but I think it's true. Still, though, someone's got to pull him out of the game when he's about 0 for 7 at some point, right? I still think that, well, look, for, well, yes, but you know what? You've got this far. You're in game seven. Uh, what, there's two and a half minutes left. Are you going to say, all right, let's take him out of the game? Uh, and, you know, you, you dance with who brung you. Are you going to bring in somebody off the bench and hope they're going to hit a three-pointer? I, I don't think it works that way. You, you know, you're going to go down. You live and die by the three-pointer. You live and die with the guys that you got in the game. Who else are you going to bring in? Yeah, one for t- 0 for 10. You know, that, that, that's like the old adage. If I flip the coin uh, 20 times in a row and it landed on heads, what are the odds of it landing on tails at number 21? The guy's 0 for 10. He's sooner or later going to go hit that one. Is he not or what? (laughs) At some point, you just keep firing him. What does Clay Travis like to say? Shoot or shoot? I don't really know if we consider Scary Terry a shooter. Uh, Attila wraps up a couple of tweets here by writing. By the the way, the answer is 50-50 still. 50-50 is still the answer? It's still 50. Even if it's 20 times in a row, 21 is still 50-50. That's true. The Cavs slowed the pace, he writes, and the Celtics failed to push the tempo, which allowed LeBron and crew to save their old legs leading into the fourth that quarter. That is true. Uh, they came out, you know, Boston came out when they had a 6 nothing lead. I'm like, good, good. They're pushing it up. Uh, they're going to go put Cleveland in, the, uh, you know, with their backs to the wall. They're going to get up to a lead, and, and Cleveland's not going to be able to keep up, but that slowed down after they had that 12-point lead in the second quarter. Well, I'm trying to – I've got some stats I'm going to throw at you when we get back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. But one stat that I still can't believe is that these two teams combined to shoot – what was the final number? 74 three-pointers. There were 74 three-pointers shot tonight. I'm not surprised about that. I've been talking about it the, because the Celtics have been shooting about 40 of their 85 shots from three-point range, about the same as Golden State the last couple of games. And I've been mm. saying locally, I go, I don't know if that's a great thing for them to be shooting as many three-pointers as Golden State. Attack. Attack the rim. Attack the rim. I don't know why they went away from it. All right. When we come back to these aforementioned Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, more numbers with the Sager. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer makes it easier to protect what you love. Just go online, compare quotes, and choose what's right for you. Progressive.com is your home for all things home insurance. It's Arnie and Plank. On a Fox Sports Sunday, more of your tweets coming up. Steve DeSager in the house. I got numbers for you here, guys. And, you know, Arnie, we were breaking down how Cleveland – let me rephrase that. 3-2-1. We were yeah. breaking down how Boston seemed to lose some of its aggressiveness in attacking the basket. Well, they had the marquee basket attack moment, right? When Tatum dunked all over LeBron James. Oh, Twitter blew up. Take that, King. Oh, he's bowing up to the King. It made it 71-79. The Celtics actually took the lead on the next possession with 6.04 to go in the game, Arnie. 6.04 to go in the game. 72-71 Celtics. Is that is that when uh, Tatum had the slam dunk, th- uh, a t- a slam dunk and then hit the three-pointer, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I tell you, Steve, he never listens to me, does he? I just, I, I honestly <laughs> Stunning. don't think this is you, you ever yeah. listen to in me. In one hour. You never do. Anyway, um, so Boston took the lead with six minutes to go and then scored seven points. 
in the last six minutes. Exactly. And and you know when their next field goal was? They went 0-4. I looked it up. 0-10 up until late. Wow. And 0-7 from the three-point line. And their next basket, it might be 0-6. I might have given them a three-pointer that was inside the line. But their next field goal, Arnie, after Tatum's three with 6.04 left in the game, didn't come until there were 32 seconds left. In other words, think back to Game 7 of the Finals at Golden State a couple years ago and the complete crash and burn that the Warriors did in the final minutes of that game and lost to LeBron at home. LeBron James keeps coming back from 0-2 deficits. He keeps winning road games in the postseason. He's been in the Finals now eight straight years. Mm. It's really stunning what he did tonight because it's not just Kevin Love was out with a concussion. As you delineated earlier, this is his worst roster around him of the past decade. They needed it low scoring. They needed him to score a lot, and these things happen. Did you see the the exhaustion on his face? This was his 100th game of the season tonight. Wow. He's He's never played played that many in in a year. He's played 100 straight games. He's played all of them and then plays all 48 minutes. He started the season against Boston, winning, and now a Game 7 win at Boston to finish the Eastern Conference side. 80% of the home teams, right, win the uh, Game 7s. Yes. Well, that percentage is down one tick, I guess. Now, (laughs) Cleveland wins 87-79 at Boston. And remember, for all the three-point shooting, you asked why uh, the Cavs weren't, uh, the uh, Celtics weren't driving in the home game tonight. Obviously, it's because they were hitting so many threes. Well, (laughs) holy cow, the three-point shooting was horrendous. Needless to say, more three-point misses than the Celtics have ever had in a playoff game. It was 7 for 39 from long distance. Let's Let's not forget that Cleveland from three-point range started two of 20, and they were still in the game. Neither team even had 60 points going to the fourth quarter. That's how low-scoring Cleveland well, that's needed why you to got be. to put them away when you're up by 12, and then he mm-hmm. called timeout because they missed a couple of opportunities and still not able to stretch out that lead. Oh, a comment about the timeout that was called with just over three minutes left in this yeah. game. I, yeah. I've said this earlier in the evening, but some people, and I thought the same thing, oh, Ty Lue is calling timeout because LeBron is so tired, and then Mike Green points out on the telecast, no, new NBA rule just put in last summer to try and keep the flow going, especially in the last uh, few minutes of the games, you can't carry all your timeouts to the last three minutes. So it was use it or lose it. That helped the flow of the game, though, (laughs) back-to-back. That was good for the game. It did, as it turned out, help the LeBron James character who was playing his 100th straight game and was playing all 48 minutes tonight. That's why I don't understand why you can't play 48 minutes. I mean, that, that that was enough time to... I mean, geez, you could have taken a nap. I mean, gone to the locker room and taken a nap during that time. He did have nine assists, eight turnovers. That's part of the uh, that's part of the box score. But he just they needed him to dominate, and my goodness, he did. As for as the game was going, fourth quarter, I'm thinking in the Celtics' proud history, this has to be the worst game seven of their long, long and great NBA history. It didn't take me long to find a worse one, actually. 2005 at Boston, they lost a first-round Game 7 at home and only scored 70 points getting blown out by the Indiana Pacers and Steven Jackson 97-70 in that game. And that was a uh, Paul Pierce, Antoine Walker, Gary Payton Celtics team. Uh, However, I need to repeat, the Celtics franchise had never lost any series when they were up two games to none. And that happened here. And tomorrow night we have a Game 7 in the West, Golden State at Houston. It's not looking good for Andre Iguodala playing for the Warriors. Frankly, not looking good for Chris Paul playing in the home game for Houston. 
Uh, as far as NBA history, I mentioned LeBron in eight straight finals. The record is Bill Russell in ten straight finals. When you're comparing eras, keep in mind that back then the NBA was half its size. So most of Bill Russell's career, you needed to win a best of seven, and you oh. took the Eastern Conference. He was playing against CPAs and stuff. Stop it. <laughs> no. Stop well, it. no, he still dominated with the 29 rebounds a game in Game 7. So even if you knock a few of those off, he was still awesome. I love it. All right, great stuff to Sager. We'll talk to Steve Moore coming up here in just a bit, including an update on a big day for race fans. Will Power winning the Indy 500. Kyle Busch has now wanted every single track, and Danica Patrick's career is over. I know Arnie has no desire to talk racing. Yeah, But it's go. next when we come to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Plus, we are hitting the post-game audio. All that right here on a Fox Sports Sunday. Final hour from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, which are brought to you by Geico. Yep. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. For those that don't know, Arnie lives in the Boston area. Yes. I'm sure he's taking the day tomorrow. But when you get back in the day-to-day flow, Arnie, what do you good. think? Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Is there excitement because, hey, Kyrie's going to be healthy next year. We'll get Hayward back. This is just the start. Will will there be frustration because of a missed opportunity to get back to the finals? Do you think Kyrie not being on the bench for Game 7 ends up being a bigger storyline? There's a a lot to digest from the losers' locker room, I think, from this game. They're going to go ahead, and they're spoiled. Boston fans are spoiled, spoiled fans, of course, with Tom Brady and – you know, obviously the run that the Celtics had, and, and now that the Red Sox uh, have, uh, you know, uh, have had a little bit of a good run, uh, it, it's disgusting. It's like they've got to win every sport every year. They're down on the Bruins, and the Bruins had a good team this year. So it's disgusting that you got to hear all this baloney. I mean, is there a better, right now, is there a better four teams than what's in the Boston area? Oh, it'd be tough for one city. For one city to have the Celtics on the cusp of a finals, Without their two best, arguably two of their better players, I should say. Kyrie, probably their best. But I think Tatum stepped up and was big time this year. Red Sox are in first place. You think about the Red Sox and the Yankees are battling. The team in third place is 10 games back, Arnie. 10 games back. And I'm not going to pretend to know how good the Bruins were. I just know they were out in the first round of the playoffs. They were pretty good. They were pretty good. But they were still in the playoffs. So you take that as a no, lifelong they won the Kings. first round this year. Oh they? They, oh, they did get out of the first yeah. round? Okay. As a lifelong Kings slash Blues fan, don't tell me how that happened or don't ask wow. me. Um, just getting to the playoffs is a big deal for the old Blue Notes anymore. So, Arnie, that's that's not too shabby yeah, not, at all. Not too shabby at all. Um, also, oh, and by the way, I didn't even mention yeah. the Patriots. So, I had a fifth. Yeah. The Patriots went to the damn Super Bowl yet again. So, I hate I Patriot mean, fans. Come on. They disgust the hell out of me. I, I, it, it's, it's, it's nauseating with the Patriot fans. By the way, do we owe Shaq and Barkley an apology? Why is that? Why couldn't Kevin Love come back and play today? Because, what, doctors didn't clear him? Well, there's nothing that said that he had to miss a game. You just have to go through the protocol. And you have to get, it says here, the uh, a player may not return until he's without concussion-related symptoms at rest. So, no big deal there. He's been evaluated by a doctor that he does the stationary bike, jogging, agility work, and non-contact drills, and must be symptom-free after each step. And a team physician has discussed the return to participation process. Are you going to tell me 
they couldn't get him back on the court? Are you going to tell me you see some of the hits that go on in football and these guys come back out there? I mean, especially somebody like Russell Wilson or something like that. You're going to tell me after two days they couldn't get Kevin Love back on the court? Am I am I am I a knucklehead here, Chris? Am I something wrong with me or what? Well, again, this wasn't something that happened on a Sunday, and then you're playing again on a Sunday. And I mean, this is something that happened on what Friday night, and you turn around and play on Sunday. So. I mean, again, there's not that whole week-long turnaround. And let's remember, this isn't Kevin Love's first concussion. So you have to be more careful. I just – this is what's wrong. I mean, I'm wait not a minute. Wait, saying – Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. When you say you have to be more careful, are you saying, well, he he's fine, but since he's had two concussions, we better err on the side of caution during a Game 7 to go to the NBA Finals? I hope that's not what you're telling me, are you? Well, I hope we're smart enough to know that you err on the side of concussions regardless of where you are. I mean, come on, Arnie. We're talking about people's brains anymore. Haven't we learned anything? Aren't we supposed to be smarter about this? Isn't what what everyone is outraged about in the NFL? Isn't this what people have sued over? And yet, as sports media, we're going to say, well, you got to go out there and play. What's your problem, buddy? Come on. I mean, haven't we worked through this? What's the concussions in the NBA compared to the NFL, Chris? Since you're going to go ahead and compare that, I mean, let's let's not be crazy about it. I mean, it, it's like apples and oranges. All right, so a concussion is a concussion, Arnie. And if you're going to say that a dude should have gutted it out whenever doctors are saying, "Hey, he still has symptoms," you're part of the problem, man. Regardless of what the sport no, you know, is, you're right up there well, with wait, Barkley let me, let me, and those let guys. Let me just say this: I don't think I would have said it if he played football, but because he played basketball, I I think it's uh, I think it's a different story. And especially because I saw that that video of him laughing and joking and talking to the media beforehand and talking to the people and waving his arms. Yeah, that kind of gave me a different perspective than if he would have been wearing sunglasses in a dark room and not been able to talk to people. Yeah, maybe it would have given me a, a different perspective. Here's the problem. If if you want to, and I'm not just saying, I'll say the royal you. Yeah. But people that get mad uh about, oh, playing through a concussion, you shouldn't do it, blah, blah, blah. This is why guys play through injuries. This is why. This is why you have people whose brains are scrambled. This is why you have guys who can't walk. Because they're guilted into, they're made fun of not going when they can't. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, he's soft because he couldn't go. I think it's smart. I think it was smart of Cleveland yeah, to hold him out. But you're talking football. I mean, do we have a ba- massive lawsuit from uh, former NBA players? That I, don't think it matters what, I don't think it matters what the history. I don't think it matters what sport it is. You're talking about an injury that's become the centerpiece of conversation globally in the sports world, that we've continued to educate ourselves more. If you want to go, well, yeah, it was a basketball injury, not a football injury. It's a concussion. Do you know what sport has the most concussions? Soccer. What? Soccer. No one has more concussions than soccer. And you're telling me that that's any more physical than basketball? I mean, come on. Well, they use their head to, you know, obviously to head the ball. Matter of fact, now I hear in youth soccer, they don't even allow you to do that. But the reason I just bring this up, Chris, is because I saw the protocol uh, requirements to get him back on the court. And, you know, we were making fun of of Barkley and and, um, and, uh, Shaq saying, well, take an Advil. I thought he had to miss a game by NBA protocol 
procedures. He didn't have to miss a game, I guess, is what I'm saying. Right. He didn't have to, but 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 he did. So, I mean, are, are we going to – and by the way, maybe this is a bigger story if they lost. But to me, I think when we get in this game of saying, well, he had a concussion, but he really couldn't go, that's part of why we're where we are whenever it comes to truly – understanding athletes' feedback. This is why whenever an athletic trainer goes to a player and says, hey, how are you feeling? What's going on? They can't be honest with them because they know they're going to get taken out of the game. And I get the competitive well, wait, side wait, of wait, this, wait, but whoa, then there's whoa. the media backlash, Isn't that too. part of the problem, though, Chris? They're not honest with their own doctors, so they could go ahead and be taken out of a game in such a violent sport like football? Isn't, isn't that? But, again, I don't, I don't want to get it all to that. that. That's beside the board because we had a great game seven tonight. I just thought because – uh, you know, I see Kevin Love beforehand, and don't tell me Van Gundy uh, didn't take a sarcastic shot at him. That's that's what it was. That was sarcastic, and he'll deny it because Mark Jackson didn't say anything, but that was a shot at him, no doubt. Well, but but here's the thing, and, and again, we'll table it, and that's fine because we'll have plenty of shows in right. July and August when we wish we had a topic like this. He's part of the problem. And again, I'm not trying to be captain concussion here. Right, I understand right. that there's risks, but if you're saying, oh, looks like he's doing okay, well, you're a Oh, you almost had to dump me. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. And whenever you say, I'm glad to see a player resting, well, really, you were making fun of one who couldn't go because he had a concussion. All right, a couple of tweets coming up here in a yeah. bit. We haven't gone through the locker room yet. Final score, 87-79. Here was LeBron James after the game on the court talking about giving it his all, leaving everything on the court. Right around the trade deadline, no matter if we made a trade or not, at that point in time, I kind of just switched my mindset on saying, let's – Let's get the most out of this season I can, and I'm, I'm determined to get the most. I'm trying to squeeze this orange so there's no more juice left. This is a heck of an accomplishment for our ball club. You know, without our all-star power forward as well for basically two games, this, this team was undefeated in the postseason at home, and for us to do this and for me to be able to lead these guys, uh, it's a treat. So uh, I know people will nitpick at that because everything LeBron James gets uh, it says gets nitpicked on. What can you on. say? Said, he was 100% yeah. right. He was a hundred percent right. Thank well, what you. did he write about? Oh uh, well, no, it's not necessarily that he was wrong, Arnie. It's just oh, so now you're going to try to make it even bigger than it was because Kevin Love wasn't there. And exactly. Not, I, mean, it, I would say the same thing. Hey, if I just won, I'd say, oh, we did it without Kevin Love. Sure. I had a broken ankle earlier in the thing. I got a, you know, I got through this. I went through that. I got a pain dislocated finger. I'd bring it up every excuse if I won. And I also think you'll hear people, if they overanalyze, which they do, every word, but, oh, you're going to try to now? You're going to try that you traded half your roster? Now you're going to try to squeeze that orange for all the juice? He just can't win. But he won here tonight. So let's hear from a couple of other guys. Ty Lu on the X Factor tonight, Jeff Green. Jeff, man, I'm just so happy for him. Very talented player, very versatile, not really getting a great opportunity in all the places he's been. And just to see him be on this stage and starting in a Game 7 Eastern Conference Finals and playing 42 minutes, having 19 points, 8 rebounds, it's just huge. And I'm just so happy for Jeff. You have to be, right, Arnie? Who was that, Phil Jackson? Uh, <laughs> that's uh, close, Ty Lu. Oh, are you oh in, same thing, same thing, same thing. Are you in the, cra- in the category that's not a big fan of Ty Lu as a coach? Oh, Absolutely one of the best coaches in the history of the NBA. I mean, look what the guy has done. Forget the fact that he's at LeBron. No, I'm not a big fan of Ty Lue for crying out loud. I I mean, let's let's be honest. The benefactor of having LeBron, I think uh, 
David Blatt would have won an NBA championship if he let him stick around a little bit longer. I think it's disgusting, to be honest with you. Speaking of uh, guys who stepped up, Jeff Green. I wasn't concerned with, with the finals at that point. My concern was health and getting back on the floor. After I got back on the floor, of course, that's, uh, that's the main goal. You know, be able to compete in the finals and win a championship. And I'm here, and I've, I've battled. I've worked my ass off each day since January 9th. 2012 to get back on this court and now compete for a championship. One of two active players who actually played with the Seattle Supersonics. You know who the other one is? Anyone? Anyone? Only two active players have played with the Sonics. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Absolutely. Yeah, you like that, huh? What he was talking about was a heart issue that basically nearly cost him a couple of seasons of his career in which he just – he couldn't go at 100%, and some thought that maybe his career might be done. Then he had back problems whenever he played with the Orlando Magic. And mm. by the way, I would have never guessed that he played for the Orlando Magic. <laughs> but uh, here he is against one of his former teams. He was involved in the big Kendrick Perkins trade back in 2011 that brought Perk when he was relevant to Oklahoma City, and then Jeff Green went to Boston. Here he is back in the garden, Arnie, having the game of his life. In Game 7s, it's usually a guy we haven't talked about or haven't heard of a lot that steps up in a big way. And a good, I mean, again, we can't go too in-depth on Jeff Green. He's not suddenly going to become a billion-dollar kind of a player. But, again, in a big moment when they needed him most, he stepped up. I think the the Lakers are going to give him the max deal next year, right? Is that don't the way say that? Saying? Don't say that because they absolutely might. And then, uh, r- real quick, before we hear from a few more players, let's take a, a quick trip through the losers' locker room, and I say that with love. Uh, Brad Stevens. I feel just privileged to be a part of it, just to be around these guys every day, and I have a small role to play and. Everybody that has a role in our organization plays it really well, and it's a lot of fun to go to work every day. And, and I'm totally appreciative of the players. They've been incredible all throughout our time here. Yeah, and there's there's some really good stuff from Brad Stevens that we'll get to as the night goes Making on. Make it sound but... like everybody was going away you know, to yeah. college and it was done with high school. And I'll see you guys have a great <laughs> life. Bye. That's <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. It was nice. Well, <laughs> like, I really appreciate everybody. I'll, I'll see you later on. Like, all right, you guys are gonna. I'm gonna go take a trip, and then we'll be back on the grind. So, see you later. <laughs> NBA's off season's ridiculous, by the way, because the draft is, I think, what two weeks after the last game of the NBA Finals. So, obviously, much more to get to. Your tweets at Stinking Genius One at S T I N K I N Genius, the number one. I'm at Plank Show. There's actually some love rolling in for Tyron Lou. Wow. We'll tell you about it next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. Into a Monday. Yep. I, I don't think Woo! we've taken the time to truly thank everyone for their service and those who pay the ultimate price. That's God what Memorial you. Day is all about. And uh, we celebrate your service. And I just... My dad, I know, Arnie, you're, fam- you're from a family of those who served. My dad, my grandpa, my other grandfather, both passed away now, uh, served in the military. I always feel a little bit less like a, like a plank, like my dad and my grandpa. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's ingrained in my family and I think in many of ours. So, salute oh, to absolutely our troops. Absolutely. You know, today. someday maybe in the summer when there's not a lot of sports going on, because uh, my dad was a medic. I'll tell you some stories that would make Whoa. the hair on your arm stand up. You wouldn't believe it. It's, it's crazy. Just 
Insane. Insane. Now, we got a lot of audio to get to. We'll get to Twitter coming up here in just a bit. Uh, Arnie's at Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show. And everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. But, Arnie, before we look back one more time. Yeah. You got your game seven tomorrow night or Ooh. tonight in the Central and Eastern time zones. Any chance with a Chris Paul that's less than 100% for Houston to pull this off at home? All right, first of all, do you get creative with him? In the, I, I bring that up, and you're the baseball expert. Who's the reliever for Tampa? That Oh, uh, the guy they start every now and then that everyone's yeah. pissed off about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, do you have to get creative like that with Chris Paul? Like, if he says, I'm 80% to go, do you say, you know what? Let's sit you out the whole first half, play in the second half. Let's play in the fourth quarter. Um, or is that too tough? Let's play you five minutes in the first half and go all crazy in the fourth quarter. Um, I'm thinking you've got to get creative in that situation because it, it, it takes you know drastic situations, take drastic measures, and Chris Paul – is obviously a big part of this team. Now, I don't know if it's going to help. I don't know if he's going to say, oh, I'm too rusty to just come into the fourth quarter. But I think he's a pro enough and, and old enough to just kind of come in and, and, and help on out, you know, just get the selected 10 minutes or something like that. What, what do you think? Be creative in, in that situation. The Sergio Romo factor. I like it. But I don't know – I don't know how creative you can truly be. And you're counting on a guy that – I mean, again, I know I go back and forth with Daryl and others on Twitter because I'll admit I'm a very bitter Laker fan when it comes to Mike D'Antoni being in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, I just I don't get it. I don't understand how this guy, with as awful as he was in L.A., with a pretty awful roster too, uh, how he's been able to do this consistently with Houston. But with that said, Arnie, don't don't you have to do anything you can to try to get Chris Paul on the court? Yeah. I mean – but this is not the first time this has happened. Remember, Magic played center against Philadelphia yeah. in, a, what, a game six and, and won an NBA championship. Game scored, what, 42? Yeah. What, game seven? Was it game seven? I believe it was, uh, yeah. 42 points was. or something like that. So they got creative. Sometimes a baseball team will bat the pitcher eighth uh, uh, to get a little creative. Or as you mentioned, the starter starting the game. I, I, I don't know. I, I think I've got to go to Chris Paul and say, you know what? You feel like you're going. Let's see how the first half goes. Maybe I'll get you in for a minute or two to get things warmed up, get your body warmed up, and then in the second half get ready to play, and we'll get you in there maybe the late third quarter. We'll see how you're feeling. We'll see how, how things go. It'll depend on the game. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the situation is. I, just be ready to play. I don't know why you can't do that. Get him out there, see how it goes. I mean, again, this is going to be more how well he's be able to move and what further risk you're causing. And I think this is much different than a concussion situation because for Chris Paul, this is more of a pain tolerance thing, I think, more than anything else. That, that, again, that's not to say he's a weakling if he can't go. I mean, if he's got an injured groin. He's got an injured hamstring. Sorry. If you can't go, you can't go. What about if he does discussion. the Willis Reed thing where he comes out for like one <laughs> possession, leaves, everybody's all pumped up. <laughs> and he comes back. <laughs> no, that doesn't work anymore. That doesn't go. I don't, I don't think it'll happen. Here's Willis, what Houston. Willis only played for what he had two shots. That was it. Everyone acts like he played the entire game, no. scored fifty <laughs> points. Now that history. Here, there, there's two real interesting storylines going into tomorrow night. 
and one of them, I don't know if you had I, – I saw the text from John Cannon that we got late in the week yeah. about just how important Andre Iguodala is to the Golden State Warriors. And I, every team has a glue guy. Every team has it. But I'm sorry, when you have Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson, your eye should be their fifth guy, and they should be okay. Losing Andre Iguodala, while I understand a very good player, but it shouldn't be this death blow to them right. like some are making it out to be. Get mad at me, Warrior fan, that's fine. But seriously, come on. I mean, Always it's not like get you mad lost at you Russell. For that. That, that, is that even a hot take? I agree with you 100%. I, I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about it. I mean, if you're not going to feel confident, with the guys that you have, like a Kevin Durant or a Clay or a Curry and, and Draymond Green, because Andre Iguodala's out, shame on you for crying out loud. <laughs> your coach was out, and you, you barely missed a step, but Andre's more important than your coach. Uh, it just really, sometimes, I, I understand glue guys, I get it, but we're not talking about a team that has, I almost went through the Lakers roster, but I don't want to do it. Let's just say there's not Kuzma and Lonzo Ball out there. You've got some superstars. You're going to be okay. Now, the other thing that I think is interesting is everyone seems to be of the opinion that James Harden's the MVP, right, Arnie? I mean, this dude is, he's going to win the MVP likely this season. Man, he's been anything but, and that's so unfair because he put 43 up in game three, um, but his what, 16 for 40 from the field in the last two games. Well, what is he the, from three? But he was 0 for 21 at one point before, or 0 for 22 before he finally hit a three pointer again. I, I, I'm sorry, I gave him too much credit. 15 for 45. Wow. And he's 4 for 23. From the three-point line the last couple of games. That's I said 43, more concerning 30. considering Golden State plays a wide-open game, shoots tons of threes, and he gets wide-open looks and, and a higher scoring that he's is shooting so bad. The dude is shooting 20% from beyond the three-point line in the last five games of this series. And that that's the MVP, Arnie. That's the MVP. So uh, he's below his season average. He's averaging 25 points in these play in, in this series. He averaged 30 for the season. Um, he had th- now again. It's a little bit unfair. He did have 32 in Game Six, but again, it was 32 in an, in an effort that after the first quarter he was non-existent. He's coming off that 0 for 11 performance. Again, their team won, so that was all about Chris Paul. I, I mean, I don't know what to make of it, but bottom line here, he has to be the MVP if they've got a shot. With the Chris Paul, not 100%, right? One thing that bothers you, look, everybody has a bad shooting night. You even you have a bad shooting series. It happens. Uh, I mean, look, sometimes it doesn't fall. They get somebody playing defense on you. One thing that bothers me most about Harden is the nine turnovers. The guy's so sloppy with the basketball, he feels like he's just, you know, like it's a regular season game or a preseason game, and he doesn't take care of it. I saw LeBron at the end of the game when they were up by eight throw the ball in behind his back with like 30-some seconds left. I'm like, what are you doing, you knucklehead? And then he realized it and got back on the court, and that's when he made the layup and got fouled. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Well, uh, again, I, I, I know that the the Celtics-Cavaliers matchup tonight is our big topic of conversation, and we'll talk more about that play here in just a bit. But, Arnie, before we get to your picks, if Chris Paul can't go, any chance – that Houston can pull this out. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. What are you talking about? Of course they could pull this out. Golden State going on the road. You live and die by that three. 
All of a sudden, Rockets hit a couple threes. Uh, Harden isn't struggling as bad anymore. He's kind of coming out of the show, even though they got clobbered. Remember, they had a good first half. They were one half away from putting the Golden State Warriors on the beach. So now that they're playing at home, um, you know, I, I kind of like the points in this one, to be honest with you. Well, we'll get more in-depth on that. And let's go all in on locker room talk from the Cavs-Celtics Game 7 coming up next. But before we do anything else, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, ladies and gentlemen, Steve DeSager is in the house. What's going on, Steve? Good evening again, gents. Get to a lot of NBA in a moment. But, Chris, I failed to ask you, what is the win-loss record of your Oklahoma Sooners as they're going to the Women's College World Series now? come on! Only three L's. What, 55, 56, and three? We good. We 55 good. and three is the record. Arnie's Arizona Wildcats were eliminated by the UCLA Bruins, I just for the record. That. That's how the That's how bored I am. I had to watch Arizona UCLA. Don't have to be bored. You're, what, what are you, oh, anti-women geez, sports? Here we go. Come on, Title Nine, Arnie. Let's go, buddy. I looked it up, UCLA, Oklahoma, in separate brackets. The Sooners are in the bracket with number one, Oregon, but... Congratulations and go for it. I know you're heavily involved. And they have one thirty. Bring it on, Washington Huskies. I'm sorry. They have this one. Well, people will see her this week if they haven't. Oklahoma has this big girl from Hawaii who's leading the nation in homers. I don't see why anyone ever pitches to her. Honestly, great question. Batting four hundred and can you know they play sixty game seasons and it seems like she's got thirty homers. This is ridiculous. Jocelyn Allo. Anyway, you're fired to say Cleveland Cavaliers win Game Seven of the NBA's East Final at Boston in an upset, eighty-seven seventy-nine. You know, in second quarter tonight, with about nine minutes left. Boston was shooting 50% from the floor. They led by 12 points at the time. After that, Boston shot 17 for 61 from the floor. Wow. LeBron James Unreal. played every minute, Jeez. 35 points, 15 rebounds. He's into the NBA Finals for an eighth straight year. Celtics from three-point range, 7 for 39. Terry Rozier 0 for 10 from long distance. These Celtics were undefeated at home in this postseason until tonight. They had been 10-0 and at home. They were averaging 109 points a game at home in this Ooh. series and got 79 instead of 109 tonight. Boston took the lead with about six minutes left and scored only seven points the last six minutes. Cleveland was awful for most of the night from three-point range as well, and yet the awfulness just... Uh, how shall we say multiplied as you look at the Ooh. Boston roster? Jalen Brown, 5 of 18 from the floor. If Mark- Cleveland was playing Boston or Houston, excuse me, Houston or Golden State tonight, mm-hmm. they would have lost by 50. Well, Cleveland would be playing a Houston team that can go into these kind of slumps and still shoot 43-pointers a game. <laughs> That's true. Boston had almost 43-point attempts. But Chris Paul missed last game, of course, for Houston. Strained hamstring. It doesn't sound like he's going to play Game 7 at home against Golden State. We'll see. That's Monday night. And the opener of the Stanley Cup Final is also tomorrow. The NBA, I'm sure hockey is just thrilled that they have something opposite them. They were going to get beat in the ratings anyway by something. Now... The NBA Finals start Thursday night with Cleveland on the road. Keep in mind, Cleveland's a four seed, so there's no way they're hosting game one of the NBA Finals. But they're there, amazingly. Venus Williams lost her first-round match at the French Open. She also lost in the first round at the Australian in January. And the defending France champ, Yelena Ostapenko, also lost first round today. Tomorrow, first-round matches for Maria Sharapova, Rafael Nadal, and others. Will Power took the Indy 500, where temperatures in the 90s tied for the hottest Indy day ever there. Danica Patrick, in the final event of her career, was in 17th before crashing out during the first half of the race. 
For team owner Roger Penske's 17th career Indy 500 win. And NASCAR's Coca-Cola 600 was on Fox TV tonight. Kyle Busch dominated in Charlotte, led nearly every lap, swept every stage. Martin Truex Jr. finished second. And for Kyle Busch, his first points victory at Charlotte. So he's now the only driver to win at every track on which he has started. Dodgers have won 8 of 10. They beat the Padres today. Yes, my Dodgers. Stop that. Colorado won again. The Rockies are first place in the NL West. Game and a half over the Diamondbacks, who lost 2-1 at Oakland. Tonight, the Cubs beat San Francisco 8-3. Back to you. You know, I will say as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. All you have to do is go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I will say... The greatest example of the kiss of death, I did think, came last night. Uh, whenever Arnie had tweeted, 33-19, to 19, you can smell the fear in the arena. And then follow that you could, one up. You could smell the fear. With an all-time awful ratio, because I don't actually know the term. Maybe Eric Roberts does. But it's retweets compared to favorites compared to replies. And if the replies are more than anything else or even double, <laughs> then it's a really bad tweet. But uh, Arnie said, let me be the first to congratulate uh, the Rockets yes. for going to the NBA Finals. Nice win over the Warriors tonight because this game is over. 39-22. Yeah, he was doing his Billy Packer there. It is over. Yeah, but oh, I got a defense for that. I don't think you could retweet my stuff till just today because I uh, something was wrong with my account. And I was hacked on that, by the way. So I yeah, sure, there. you were yeah. hacked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, that's why you got to call on the uh, on the My Dodger stuff, because as soon as you left town, guys started getting healthy. They started yeah. winning games. Clayton players. Kershaw comes off the DL Thursday. He's that's been out okay. a month. I'll be back. So. No, please don't. A <laughs> uh, couple, couple of quick tweets, and before we get to them, this note. Uh, this was the 35th series win for LeBron James' playoff career. Wow. It ties him with Tim, uh, Tim Duncan for the fourth most all-time. This is a great list. The only players with more are Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Robert Ori, and Derek Fisher. Robert Ori and Derek Fisher. Unbelievable. <laughs> Robert Ori won 39 playoff series. Uh, Derek Fisher won 40. So, yeah, he's behind. Well, two of the all-time greats, obviously. I mean, Robert Orr and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you're absolutely right. (laughs) And uh, then there there is some support for you in the Kevin Durant. Or Kevin Durant, listen to me, I'm already looking ahead. Kevin Love should have been maybe resting in bed with an ice pack on his uh, dome. Eddie writes, the only thing they didn't catch Caleb doing was cartwheels in the hallway. He looked far too relaxed to me. He better hope he doesn't cost the team in the finals. Uh, This one from Steve who writes, give Lou credit for the way he got the team to play defensively. The last few games, they stepped up big time. Yeah, Tyron Lou's always been the defensive stopper coach there. He's been phenomenal. X's and O's guy all the way. I just can't believe I haven't given him enough credit. What what would it ever take for you to give credit to Tyron Lue, winning something without LeBron James? Let him go to the New York Knicks and win a championship next year. Let's see you do that. Next you get year. you get the Knicks to the championship, I'll give you all the credit you want. Uh, and then Mike writes, Grandpa James is the GOAT. He beat the GOAT coach in any sport, and by the time the finals are done, he'll, he'll seem like he is 50. 50. It does seem that way. But I will add I will add this uh, from a LeBron James perspective. There's now all these debates about has any player 
uh, or athlete 15 years into their career been this dominant. And, I mean, we've we've got pretty good examples in what Tom Brady has done and seeing Serena Williams in tennis. But it's kind of amazing, too, though. This dude was playing professionally whenever he was, what, 18 years old? So, you know, you're, you're 15 years 10. in. Yeah, and you're only, what, 33. So, again, I, by no means a spring chicken. But it's not as if he went through four years of, of college and now he's 37 years old and just hobbling by. I mean, this, this guy has the best technology, the best diet, the best training. I mean, come on. He's, he's not going anywhere for quite a while, I think. Now, I'm trying said, to figure out what, what's, a, what's a better, you know, not a better story, but what's more impressive, what he's been able to do at his age or what Brady's been able to do at his age, you know? Save that for July 18th. <laughs> okay. Put that one. Put that one in the back pocket, Arnie. Right. Save it on that our topic. for the day before the All Star game or the right. day after the All Star game. Right. Put put that in the topic box. Yeah. We'll shake it up and we'll get to it then. Here's what LeBron said about confidence. They, you know, the game is won in between the lines, and uh, we have an opportunity to compete for a championship. So, I mean, that's all that matters. No matter you know what the storyline is going to be, no matter you know if we're picked to win or not. I mean, let's just go out and play ball. And then uh, he supported his teammates as he has. I mean, I don't know because I don't, I don't really hear it. I don't really get involved in it. I mean, I kind of know the narrative, you know, throughout the season on, you know, if we lose, I already know what's going to happen out in the outside world. I've been a part of it. If we win, I know, I know the narrative. I, I get it. I mean, it's all a part of the, the storyline. Uh, and then uh, real quick, let me get your boy on here because there was some buzz about Kevin Love. Here's what Ty Lue had to say. Kevin yeah. wanted to play to be in a game seven in a situation like this in the Eastern Conference Finals, being an all-star, being our second best player, it just wasn't able to go. So he was down, but the guys picked him up. So now he has another chance when we get to the finals to be ready. Uh, and then no, one he wasn't more down, quick- you know, maybe he was down in his heart, but didn't show it on the outside. He looked like he was real happy, ready to have a good time. Um, I mean, you just want people to look awful and miserable whenever they can't go. You just no, want but them to Chris, be the... when you call in sick because you have a 103-degree temperature, and that night on Facebook you're like, woo-woo, I'm at the nightclub tonight, woo-woo, another, another champagne, please. I got a problem with that. It, but, again, you're very much over-dramatizing yeah, I the know. conversation I he was having. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not like he was ordering more Goldschlager or anything. I mean, he was talking to Doris Goldschlager Burke. for everybody. <laughs> All right, here, here's Brad Stevens real quick. Fun as it's been for a lot of guys, it's been heart-wrenching in some ways for those guys because they haven't been able to, to be out there on the court. So I think that they're going to be really excited to get back with it. I could take a couple of days to kind of get away from it, but training can't can't some soon enough, and those will be some those will be some fun practices. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think Please. about it. Uh, they'll have a what? Who are they picking in the draft? They've got a fairly high draft pick. They have the you first know, you, ten picks, I think, is what they have. <laughs> with all the trades. Can Danny we Ainge can made. we play the Brad Stevens game someday? We'll save that for July, also, where we play a quote and we have to figure out is that coming after a win or a loss? Because his voice never changes either way, you know. Always sounds exactly the same. Yeah. All right, when we come back, it's what you have all been. Oh yeah, it's Arnie's pick. Yeah, it's next with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday. I'm at the nightclub tonight. It's our final segment of the weekend. No, 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 no. Big Ben Maller is coming up next. We're going to take one of his hours right now. I'm down. I'm down. Uh, thanks to Alex Tyshirt for sitting in for Bobo no, tonight. No, I've been thinking about this. Do we really have to thank them? They've done nothing today. I didn't even know we had a producer. I didn't even know he was around. They didn't even talk to me the yeah. whole show. I, I thought you were this pressing the button. All by choice. Thank them. 
all, all, all common, Alex. I appreciate you. And wow, you're got welcome. Us our, our great new drop that we have for this show. Uh, E-Rob, Eric Roberts, producing the show. The man I can still talk hockey with. And Steve DeSager on updates. Plus, our great editors that got us all the amazing sound, including quite arguably the biggest play of the night for the Cleveland Cavaliers, which may have clinched their trip to the NBA Finals. LeBron going coast to coast. Oh, he got hogtied by Morris. Puts it up. Puts it in. And LeBron James has a chance for the three-point play. He simply willed his way to the basket. And there's sometimes where uh, even the best X and O's diagram plays aren't going to work when LeBron does that. Arnie, what, 34, 15, and mm. 9. Six straight Game 7 wins. Eighth straight trip to the NBA Final. We leave tonight with the same thing we started with. What more can we say about what this dude has done? Nothing. There's nothing more to say other than the fact just enjoy the ride. Let's see what he does in the finals. Now beat Golden State or Houston, and we'll see how that turns out. But uh, I don't know if they can get by the Warriors, but let's see if the Warriors get by the Rockets tomorrow. Well, with that said, it is that special time in this show, the time you've all been looking forward to. We wrap it up every Sunday night with... Arnie's Picks. Take it away, stinking genius. All right, let's do this, my friend, because we're going to have a good Game 7 tomorrow. It's going to be very enjoyable. Matter of fact, the Rockets are going to have a 107-105 lead over the Warriors, and there's 20 seconds left on the clock. Warriors have the ball. Now, the talk is, do you let the clock run down, get one final shot, or you start the offense right away in case you miss, get the offensive rebound? Warriors are smart enough, and Steve Kerr's like, shoot the ball, shoot the ball. So the Warriors shoot the ball. They miss, but they get the offensive rebound. And Clay Thompson shoots the three, and he misses with 10 seconds left, but they get the offensive rebound. Oh and they give the ball to Steph Curry, and he shoots the three, and this time they don't miss. And they go up 108-107. It looks like it's over because there's only 3.2 seconds left in the game, Chris. But not so fast. Uh-oh. Because James Harden has the ball now. (laughs) What's going on? They send him a pick. He's wide open. He shoots the three, and it's good. Oh, my God. The Rockets win it. 110-108. Over the Golden State Warriors. Wow. And by the way, Chris Paul does play seven minutes in the game, all in the fourth quarter, and scores five points all at the foul line. Like the way I'm adding all this there. Yeah, I, I, I think this is all coming together at like, a last, this is like cramming for an exam. I think it's what's happening right now with Arnie. He's writing his term paper as the as the class is wrapping up. Now, prediction number two: If the Warriors would have won that, I would have picked the Warriors over Cleveland in one game because then Cleveland would have said, "Okay, we give up and we're done." It would have been four games to nothing. Forget about it. But with the Rockets, and we don't know what's going to happen with Chris Paul, I'd actually go with the Cavaliers in seven to win the NBA championship if it's against the Rockets. If it's against Golden State, I'll pick the Warriors in four, but I'm still saying the Rockets get by Golden State. Oh, and a little side note, give me the Capitals. Oh, taking the Caps. Going with the Caps. So there you have my Seems like everyone's a hockey expert, by the way, now in Vegas. Are you sure about that, Arnie? You sure you want to go with the Caps? I've been a hockey expert for like a day now. Stop it. (laughs) Don't question me. What's wrong with you? Ovechkin, right? Come on now. What's wrong with you? 
Oh, my oh, kid Ovechkin plays hockey. Is is correct. Shea is a hell of a goaltender. Yes, he is. Uh, so one ten one oh eight. How many times will you change your final score prediction before tip off tomorrow night? At least a half dozen. And your gut's telling you that you think Chris Paul suits up and plays in some strategery form. I, I, I do think that's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to play seven minutes in the fourth quarter and that, but I do think he's going to play, uh, you know, like uh, 10 minutes, maybe get a few minutes in the first half. I Look, if he can go 80%, you've got to do something creative, like I said. I You just can't keep him on the bench and say do nothing. I mean, how about when they're fouling and you want to go ahead and get a good foul shooter in there? I, I don't know. Am I being nuts on doing something like this, Chris, or no? No. No, no, no. Bring him in if you think he can knock down a few hey, jumpers. We, for, Fernando played the outfield. Do we not bring starting pitchers in to go ahead in, in relief in the World Series? You, you do all kinds of crazy things. Well, Fernando could rake, too, though. I mean, let's remember, the dude could fl- he, he and Kershaw and Oral could flat-out rake as far as pitchers are concerned. All right, there, there's two stories I wanted to get to tonight that we didn't have time, nor do I think the elements allowed it because you had a Game 7 where the Cavs move on and LeBron was awesome, and you have a Game 7 coming up tonight with the Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. But, Arnie, tabled for next week. Yeah. We've already started the OTA conversations about which player is showing out. And I think my personal favorite was the news out of Jets camp where Teddy Bridgewater is creating a buzz. So (laughs) this happens every year. This happens every year. There's a guy that we haven't talked about that suddenly he shows up at a camp and they're like, Oh, my gosh, Kajana Carter is looking awesome, and you never hear from him again. And then the other thing is um, this conversation involving a former New England Patriot player who is now with the Niners, this Marsh line, this linebacker Marsh, who is, uh, was it, Cassius Marsh, who is all over the way in which the Patriots do business. So <laughs> two stories from the NFL that we'll have to table till next week because you all got so crazy on LeBron V the rest of the world. So have a good we'll Memorial talk. Day, my friend. Hey, you two enjoy. Bigman Maller is coming up next. For the entire crew, for Arnie, I'm Plank. Later. We'll see you next week on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.